because the shot limits True. they really only existed in sort of the first film and the olympics commercials and then that was it <laughs> so what you're saying is the olympics commercials were more canon than how to train your dragon 2 and 3 there's yeah. an argument to be made for that <laughs> And then coming in right behind the Olympics commercials is DreamWorks Dragons Rescue Riders. Also, the uh, Macy's Parade Toothless Balloon. Oh, right. Classic. Mm. Gotta be canon. Hey everybody, welcome to Dragon Academy Dropouts, your weekly dive into the Rescue Riders cinematic universe. We are back to discuss the beginning of the new Dragons spin-off-ish series, Rescue Riders, and the whole team is here, Brooke, Max, Caitlin, and Sarah. Hello. How are you guys doing this week? Fantastic. Nice. You know, I'm so excited to talk about I watched two episodes of Rescue Riders, so that kind of, I think, explains how my week is going. <laughs> We'll get to that to see if it actually was good or not. Um, Max, how are you? I'm all right. Ready to talk about Rescue Riders? I'm not sure if I'm ever going to be ready to talk about Rescue Riders. Are you all ready to listen to a bunch of mid-20-year-olds talk about a show for two-year-olds? Get ready. (laughs) Get ready. Remember back when we first found out about Rescue Riders and it was all about whether Rescue Riders was real or not? And now here we are actually watching the show. Wishing it were fake. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever, Max, because you're the one who yeah. who figured out that this was coming. You found mm-hmm. like the copyright mumbo jumbo. Yeah. Did you and then ever, everyone was like, Max like this is was coming? trolling. I, I, I definitely, people were thought I was trolling. And now I wish I were. You got but so much flack for that. I did get flack. And uh, then it was just a joke. Like we just, you just played on it. They're like, stop, yeah, well, I, stop I, trolling. I and yeah. <laughs> I got flack. they're like, but, oh, he but was right. It was, it was flack that I, I fully deserved due to the way that I discussed it. So that's fine. Um, I mean, it's relevant. did you foresee this? Did you foresee the show being... Like, For the young? <laughs> For the youth? <laughs> For the chittles? Sure. Um, I think it was clear that it was not for the old... <laughs> I think when it when like you told us about it, I think us and everybody else thought it was going to be like directly connected to the franchise. Yeah. And it was going to be like Hiccup meets these kids and everybody talks to dragons and now all the dragons talk. But it, it it's not it's not really like that. Yeah. yeah. Which well, I guess is good. Certainly yeah. when I when I was like sharing about it the first time, I was like I have no clue what this will be. So I might as well be because I have all the journalistic integrity. Journalistic integrity. <laughs> I was like I'm going to make a logo of it that makes it look like it's rex- rescue riders and I took that logo and I put it on top of um a greened out image of uh how to train your dragon 3 background of Burke. Or actually, it was two, I think, at the time. Because I, I I, don't know, I didn't know what it was at all. At all. But I was like, at least I can try to sell it for people. as like, oh, maybe it's a Dragon 2 thing, or maybe and it's I a Dragon think, 3 thing. I think that's why everybody was so up and yeah, arms about so it. I, I'd like they, to. Yeah, they thought it was literally 
like taking the dragons yeah. franchise so and maybe maybe i tried dumbing to, it down i maybe sold it a bit too much in that direction no so for that i apologize no. also i would like to for the record actually make because i'm a journalist i'd like to make a correction to the previous episode which i listened to and i realized uh after listening to it that um i have misled you all um you the, listened to our episode yeah I the large <laughs> discs that I discussed about um you know how they were the proto DVDs they were not called Betamax Betamax was the competitor to VHS uh those discs were called laser discs so because I'm a journalist with integrity right. I've got a okay. journalist I've got to make a right correction now. so there okay. you go something about Betamax felt off to me but I didn't know enough to say yeah anything. it felt off to me too. We're all about it integrity feels, here on yeah. Academy Dropouts. It feels right. In the sake of integrity, I also do want to make a statement. We haven't seen all of Rescue Riders. We watched the first episode. We made it to the first. <laughs> we made it, we made the it through the pilot and we watched the follow-up episode. And this episode is ultimately our initial thoughts and kind of our first take on the series. I'm not sure if we're going to keep going with watching it, but... Um, I'm sure we can talk about that. If you guys want us to, yeah, you know, you know how we could do this. Um, we will know, watch it so no one else has to. Yeah, you know how like uh, <laughs> when when uh, birds have young, the mother will will uh, eat the food and like digest it and spit it back out into the into the. <laughs> if you can't We're handle gonna, eating rescue riders, rescue riders, we'll digest it for you and we'll spit it into your mouth, and then you can just consume what we've spat out. Okay. Lovely. I like Don't that. You feel so, so yeah. special now. You're like our flockling. You're our, our little baby bird. Yeah, and we're pre-chewing your food. Your so, mouth. I don't know. So no one's coming out creative for this this analogy. Let okay. us know after this episode if a you listen to the whole thing and you're like, "Wow, that kind of sounds interesting. I want the dropouts to continue watching the rest of the series so I don't have to and I can just listen to what it's about." And we will do it for you. And if you're like, no, that's not really a thing. We don't need you to listen to a whole season of this. Then we will also not do that. So, Because we don't want to put out a bunch of episodes just for the sake of no. putting out episodes and have them be really boring and not content that you guys enjoy. Yeah, it's like if the mother, the mother bird has like just eating all this food and it's like, all right, line up. And there's no one to line up. Then they just have to swallow all this food. <laughs> for the sake of the analogy, I think... The baby bird listeners should be the droplets, and we'll be Aww. the dropouts. <laughs> is that our fan base name? <laughs> we have a fan base. I don't know, but if we did, couldn't it, it be the droplets? <laughs> I think one more thing to consider with our our little droplets is is option C, where okay. you think that we explained it so well that you want to watch it with us, and we just recorded episode just stream of conscious saying it. And you can press play and mm. press play on Netflix Whoa. on your end, and we can just all watch this masterpiece. Take yep. So we've got option A, <laughs> we watch and recap. Option B, live reactions in an episode. Or option C, you guys don't give a crap about this and you never want to hear about it again. Let us know. Okay. So I want to hear your guys' initial thoughts overall on the start of Rescue Riders. Let's start with the part that really shook me to my core the opening theme song that had lyrics mm. um while we were watching this together i believe it took brooke about um, 23 seconds 23 seconds in before she's like the theme song wasn't even over yet it was just it was so 
It's so different. Like, disconnected. I don't know. Like, I'm so used to having, like, the dragons theme, you know, instrumental. John um, Powell content. Yeah, yeah. Like, that kind of opening. And I don't even remember what the, I don't even remember what the theme song was for the show, but it was like. It got a beat. Fly high in the sky or something stupid. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck is happening? I didn't it was mind just it. so. It, it was fun. just so, like irrelevant to it's what. It's so different, and it's yeah. so for children. I yeah. think we kind of need to put this out there. Rescue Riders is for kids. Dragons, Riders of Burke, Defenders of Burke, Race to the Edge. All the sh- movies and TV shows are also for kids, but it definitely skews older and. The content reflects that. Yes. Greatly. Dragon 1, Dragon 2, Dragon 3, middle-aged adults. (laughs) Yes. This is definitely... And this is why I kind of laughed because everybody was like, it's it's for kids. What did you expect? It's for kids. And I'm like, yeah, and Dragon's franchise was not for kids. But, like, there's things in the Dragon's franchise that... People like our age and people even older can relate to and they can connect with and they can, you know, and this is just like if I had a one year old, I'd probably put this on the TV and like walk to the other room and not really care. But I just want to make one comment, just a general comment about shows geared towards toddlers for all the people out there who make content for that age, like they're not idiots no it's okay to to give them age-appropriate content in an interesting and engaging way it doesn't have to be dumbed down to the point where it's like painful yeah because they'll grow up and they'll be like oh i loved this show when i was a kid and then they'll watch it be like that's garbage just saying yeah Yeah. there's a reason why they said all right this theme song is going to have lyrics versus this theme song is going to have instrumental I'm sure there's, like, tons of studies out there about which things kids respond to and how, you know, kids get hooked onto things and they want to come back for more. I just don't know all of that. Honestly, um, I'm sure there is some research out there on that, but I am 80% sure that most people who are actually in charge of shows for children are pretty much just winging it. They have no (laughs) clue what, what, like, developmentally kids like. They're like, you know what? This is a good theme song. My my three-year-old, I played it, and, and they were like, you know, that's good. And so that's the one. But it's like, compare yeah. the theme song to this with the theme song to Blue's Clues. I don't remember Blue's it. Blue's Clues is a bop. You don't remember Blue's Clues? I, Blue's I, Clues, Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues is like embedded in my mind, but I don't actually <laughs> remember anything specific. Favorite. That's the third clue. Put it in, in a notebook. Blue's Clues, Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues. Yeah. See? We're all See, old, that's like catchy. And we know this. It and is. kids will remember that. Yeah, this one, like, you, it's hard to understand. It's irrelevant to, well, it's, I guess it's kind of relevant. I don't know, but it's not, I don't know. It's not very memorable. It's not that it has to be generic. memorable. I like yeah. it. Maybe if we watched more episodes, it would hook us. But I, when I watched the second episode, I skipped it. <laughs> I tend to do that on Netflix too. <laughs> Didn't we skip it? We skipped the second yeah. episode. Yeah. Wait, we skipped like, the second I'm not episode. Grow yeah. up I'm no, not the intro. To it. Oh. I the first, the I first was actually anti. We watched it and we I was like, anti skipping the intro. I was kind of hoping we would listen to it again. I don't know why everyone here seems to be anti intro. I rather like it. 
It just this it is Max's new special. favorite song. I like music. What can I it say? It wasn't anything special, I didn't think. It, was, it fades into the background. I think it gave me exactly what I was expecting. Very, very... I don't want to say juvenile, because I feel like that has a negative connotation. Young. But it youthful. was a very, like, um... It was youthful. Um, it was naive. It was like, oh, we're, like, so great, and we could do anything if we work together. Like, that kind of just generic... Yeah. Like... It was generic. Yeah, mm-hmm. generic is, I think, the best word for it. You're also Which mean. isn't a bad thing. It's just... You gotta set yourself apart somehow. Yeah. So let's get into the content of the episode. We were introduced to the dragons and the two riders. The children. The chittles. The chittles. The homeless Dak chittles. Yep, so we've got Dak and Layla and their four dragons. Winger, Summer, Cutter, and Burple. Why is it named yeah, Winger? Stupid. Can we talk about that for a minute? Purple's the only one that doesn't have an ER last name. <laughs> who, who would name their dragon Winger? Um, Dak. Yeah. <laughs> Dak would, wouldn't he? Dak really can't talk because, I mean, his name's not great either. Yeah, but he probably didn't Burple. decide his name. I'm okay with Burple. I love Burple. <laughs> I mean, look, it's Burple. Purple is like the, if Fishlegs was a dragon, he would be Burple. Burple which makes that sense. one sheep had a thing going on. That that dragon is purple and burps. Done. Perfect. I don't mind. Purple. It's great. It's good. But and winger? Nah. In dragon form, that like fish likes personality is okay. In human form, <laughs> it was putrid. Well, the good news I is you'll never have stand. to see it again. Petition to turn fish legs into a gronkle forever. <laughs> gronkle for yeah, Caitlin's yeah. sake. Is it a gronkle though? Because like what did they call they, him? They were, it was they like a, something else. It was like it's a, a rock. What was it like a rock eater or something? Yeah. But it's like we all know what it is. And that's <laughs> another thing too. Like the dra- the dragon name, the species. They made it blatantly obvious that they did not want it to be the same. The same. Like yeah. they had a what was it like the razor the razor wing? And I'm like, is that anything like a razor whip? <laughs> like, is that what summer is? No, I don't summer's know. a water what dragon. It? Oh. I think it's Cutter. Cutter's the razor wing. Can we talk about Summer too, though, for a little bit? Because how long she is? She's so long. She's a long girl. Like all <laughs> half of my comments that I put on our shared document was about how how long she is and how awkward she is. Like how okay, you know, you listener people, uh, the droplets, droplets. That's it. <laughs> um, even if you're not really interested in this show, and that's cool. That's fine. We all have our interests and tastes and whatever. Go, go watch at least enough of it so that you can see Summer sit down. Like, the way she that she, like, loops her legs together in the most awkward... You think Light Fury gets <laughs> these, like, awkward moments, like, where... She's an awkward dragon, let's not lie about that. Light Fury's awkward. But Summer's way more awkward, just in the, the dangly, twisted legs and stuff. It's crazy. I love her. She's very long. I think out of the four dragons though i hate her name the most because it's like what's the heck's the context why is she named summer i don't understand it so like, wasn't the story that these the kids summer? were like trapped somewhere abandoned somewhere and the dragons they were on a shipwreck and then yeah. they were saved by dragons 
and then raised by dragons. We think. We don't actually know who their mother is. They talk about a mother, but Volca. we're not really sure <laughs> if it's a dragon or her mother person. raised them alongside her own son, Winger. So unless their mom is the just like a, a human who adopts dragon babies and speaks dragon. I mean, it's possible, but yeah, I, so maybe, I sounded like it was a dragon. Maybe the words winger, summer, cutter, and purple were the only words they knew and they just had to name their dragons that. I don't know. They're not great so, names. Yeah, how did, how did these kids learn how to speak to humans? How did they learn how to speak to dragons? Like, <laughs> did, did one day they just talk to them and the dragons were like, oh yeah, that's cool. And they're like, what the heck? I will like, say, I though, understand you. the running joke of other people not being able to understand the dragons was entertaining. And if I created a Rescue Riders drinking game, which I have not yet, but if I did, that would be <laughs> one of the contexts in which you would take a swig of your drink. Although it's not oh, entirely yeah. consistent. Like in episode two, uh, where that guy, uh, we'll talk about who that guy is, trapped in a cave, right? Uh, and the mayor of the town, is it a mayor? Something like a mayor, comes to visit. Chief. Uh, chief. Chief, sorry. I gotta, <laughs> what am I even the thinking? Mayor. No, he's comes the to mayor visit, now. um, who did he come to visit? Was it Dak? And, sure. and what's the, Layla. The other, and yeah. So, so comes to visit. Two of the the riders who are who are still in the town in their little home, right? And it's like, watch out! There's a flash flood, and um, and and Dak or whoever I think it's Dak. I think it's Dak says flash flood, but doesn't say flash flood. Says flash, and then the dragon auto completes flood. Now we as the audience can hear that, and Dak can hear that too because Dak can hear dragons, and we can hear dragons. But to the to the chief, it must <laughs> have been like flash flood. I almost said mayor again. Flash flood, and then Dak is like flash, and the dragon's like. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like just a side point. It was Layla. Dak Layla was already like super lost. Dak was super lost. Okay, that's, right, that's fair. Yeah. It was Layla and Summer. Even better. Love Summer. Summer. She's, She's so, so long. long. <laughs> Oh, um, I kind of accidentally talked over this, but I want to go back to the whole, like, who is their mother thing. And I like the idea of their mother being Valka just because. Me too. Then Hiccup would have a little brother who can do better tricks with his dragon <laughs> than Hiccup can. And then Valka abandoned flying. more children. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> And too. she's like, Peace. Again. Like, if there's ever an argument for family planning, this would be it. <laughs> Sorry, that's dark. Okay. Valka. Moving on. One thing I noticed about the show in both episodes is that there are, at least so far, we've only watched two episodes, no Easter eggs toward anything no. in the Dream or of connections. Yeah, there's nothing. no connections. Nothing. Which part of me is like, uh, not as exciting because I, you know, you look for those kind of things in spinoffs. But another part of me is like, mm, that's a good thing. Because if we're trying to make this so divide easy. here. Like, like, bear with me here. So... They get to town. The mayor. <laughs> the what? The what? He's just—he's just the mayor now. It's okay. The I mean, I'm thinking of like Paw Patrol with a mayor. It's the a mayor, mayor. introduces um, British mildew, Haggis. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not British mildew. British mildew is the person. British fungus. Is that is that the the sheep? The sheep. Yeah. Haggis. Haggis. I couldn't remember what Haggis' name was for a minute there. Okay. 
Yes, so the mayor introduces Haggis and says that he's won all sorts of competitions. It would have been so easy to slip in there like, we've gone up against X village, Y village, and Burke, and he's beaten all the other sheep. Like, so easy. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. So easy. I was really kind of relieved by that after watching the first two episodes because it's just so different. And even though, like, there's dragons and they're on some weird Viking village, it's, like, so different than what we're used to in the franchise. Like, there's, like, colored people and a whole bunch of diverse people on this island. I'm like, okay, that's awesome. First of all, diversity in the show is pretty cool. Finally. Thank you. Finally. Um, And then, there, yeah, but there's nothing that connects it to the dragons franchise so if you've never seen the dragons movies and you just watch this like there you would have no idea and i kind of like that because um if there was i don't know it would kind of take away from the universe for me a little bit so this is a good kind of disconnect i don't know i don't know it made it more bearable i guess for me but one one side comment i want to make to that is that yes the show looks very different from what we've seen except for the actual village because i thought that it was just yeah the village looked the (laughs) same buildings looked identical but like do you know what i mean like if if yeah they said oh like burke's a couple islands over then when i watch the movies or i'm gonna think like oh guess what a couple islands over there's two kids over there who can talk to every dragon that they friggin see yeah. And I, I don't know, it's it like... more like, um, because he was saying, like, how far away, like, this sheep has competed in sheep beauty contests or whatever. And it was like, if they're trying to show, like, how far away it was, it could, they could have even thrown in, like, even as far away as Burke. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> they didn't. At least not in the first two episodes. They very yeah, well could true. go to Burke or something in the next ones, but... Oh, I would hate that. I just want so to like far. background mention I just to mind. tie in the fact that they're in the same archipelago and this isn't just like alternate yeah. universe for babies. All right, what should we talk about next? Um, we Babe should talk you. more about Haggis. I was going to say Black Hiccup, but yeah, we should talk about the character. I think we should talk about both, but we've Black Hiccup. I love been, Black Hiccup. We've been jumping between episodes quite That's a bit. That's all right. So this, is just, this is just an amalgamation. It's episode yeah. one and two mm-hmm. so. who do we want to talk about first british mildew or haggis the sheep or black hiccup mm. let's let's throw in uh british mildew real quick then haggis then black hiccup okay so i got real writers of brick vibes from british mildew yeah it wasn't anything new, mm-hmm. but it made sense because they had to have some kind of conflict to make there be a point to this episode, I guess. And, like, why they would decide to stay versus not stay. Because if they just arrived and everybody was like, oh, cool, they can talk to dragons, sure, hang out with us. Then, you know, where would the show go? They're just chilling on an island. But ideally, there needs to be some conflict to make the show entertaining. And there has to be a bad guy. There has to be a swiper no swiping. Exactly. My, Swiping my those sheep. British mildew is like, oh, look, it's the bad guy. He speaks in a different accent from literally every <laughs> other character in this show. 
Like, that just goes yeah. back to thing. Like, kids aren't stupid. If you show that this guy is being sneaky, they're going to get that he's the bad guy. He doesn't have to <clears> sound <throat> different, too. We should also talk about how British Mildew... What's his name? Magnus? Is that his yeah, name? Yeah, I think so. I believe it was Magnus, yeah. Yeah, but we're going to call him British Mildew. Is literally there to be the personification of capitalism. Oh, <laughs> Which for is real. a big... It's a big part of the show. Um, it's pretty much... Like, the first episode is these kids fight capitalism on this island. <laughs> and deforestation. And deforestation. Yep. Is this Which show liberal, if, liberal propaganda? If we're, like, <laughs> raising an anti-capitalist toddler army, then I'm kind of on board for that. <laughs> Same. I mean, so, as we all know, uh, Paw Patrol is fascist. <laughs> so, maybe this is the left's uh, answer to Paw Patrol anarchy <laughs> i can't remember which publication made the article about paw patrol being fascist uh oh so many people did because it is but it was mostly <laughs> cnn i can't wait until the end of this season when um the children overthrow the mayor and declare a true democracy with no leader and free health care for everyone yeah mm-hmm. that's how it's gonna end nice oh speaking of Let's the mayor hope so. he sounded very much like gobber I don't hate that. Like, he didn't have the same kind of, like, jokes, because he was more toddler-appropriate, mm-hmm. but, like, the kind of clumsiness and cluelessness, he was very Gobber-esque. So now we know what it's like for Gobber to be the mayor. <laughs> so, we're talking a lot about diversity, right? Uh, in particular, with respect to race, I think we almost talked about gender, um, at least in my mind. Uh but one thing that maybe this show doesn't do quite as well is uh, ability and disability. Because yes, that's very good think about like Gobber, right? And and I mean certainly Hiccup and Toothless right? and Toothless. <laughs> There's no one here, right? Who who has the prosthetic legs or limbs or anything, right? They've kind of taken that pretty important aspect of how to train your dragon they kept the dragons they kept the vikings they kept the accents they kept the sheep they kept a lot of this stuff but they kind of like selectively removed the the removal of the limbs Mm -hmm. didn't they at least for the first two episodes there could be characters in the future that do but we have yet to see them that's true and if they haven't established them at this point are they going to be main characters moving forward also true Mm -hmm. probably not that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, nor did I. Is there any other show out there that has as many amputees as DreamWorks Dragons? No, it's a little bit of an unfair comparison to make. But, <laughs> you know, given that uh, this is the same general thing, and also they're stealing all sorts of other little aspects from it, which they are allowed to do. No problem with the stealing. I'm okay with that. It's interesting they decided not to steal this one. Yeah, especially because... Like, that was always something that was put forward in the original franchise that, like, nobody was ever at a disadvantage Mm -hmm. because of, like, they had technology to address losing a limb, losing a hand, losing a foot. Um, And so it was like, you know, in their culture, it was totally acceptable because it's like, well, you're still the same person. You just need an extra tool to help you accommodate. So it is disappointing to not have that in the show because prosthetics are a part of some kids lives 
Mm-hmm. And that's what I did like about like the first one. It's like they didn't make a deal out of it. Like they made it so that yes, Hiccup was uncomfortable about it, but it wasn't like he went out and like it didn't it they didn't make it seem like it was something that really really bothered him. And yeah, like when he, he woke up, he, it's like Gobber, like be, yeah, he's allowed to be upset about it. So it was kind of normalizing that that he kind of had to like like take a breath, move the blanket, and realize like my life is different now. Yeah, they gave yeah, him but, that moment, which is important. Yeah, but then they moved past it. Yeah, and Gobber is like, oh, I made you a foot. Like I put my own flair on it for you. You know, it was like. Okay, here, this is what happened. We we made you a leg, and we're going to carry on. And if you want the angst, there's a whole section of fan fiction out there for that. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but, but I really think they did a good balance of, like, him taking a moment to just kind of, like, like be serious about it before mm-hmm. going right back to his normal self. Right. They did a really, really good job of that. And, like, and there's little things... Yeah, like, there's little things, too, that, that have come up, like, in Gift of the Night Fury, you know, or, like, he slips on the ice with his leg or whatever, and he's like, oh, stupid leg. But other than that, it's it's not really a, an issue for him, really. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, he becomes chief, and nobody is upset at all about, like, they don't even think about his leg. Yeah. And when kids are done with Rescue Riders and they're ready to age up into another series. Thankfully, they've got one that has a lot of representation in that respect. Mm-hmm. Very true. That is a very good point, that they can they can go hand in hand as a kid gets older. So the kids defeat capitalism, and they're invited to stay on Mare Island. And they get a sick house. They get a sick lighthouse house. Oh my gosh, yes. Very cool. Pretty sweet. I mean, it's cool, right? But isn't it a little weird to, to be like, yeah, you can, you know that abandoned structure over there? That could be your home. You saved our <laughs> town. children have this house. Also, they need somewhere that's big enough for dragons to be comfortable, so maybe that's kind of the best place for them. Oh, one thing real quick. Cutter is totally Carlos from Magic School Bus. Carlos. <laughs> Where everybody's just constantly either ignoring everything he says or telling him he needs to stop talking (sighs) poor cutter all right Um, we kind of did our diversity thing we started on that um so maybe we should talk about some of the people that they met in town yeah so let's talk about elbone because we have elbone really (laughs) sorry shall scratching (laughs) keep i keep trying to call him elbow (laughs) elbone we have no choice but to stan he's pretty great he was the character that i liked the most of the show yeah We've got I our town. Him to be Scottish. I really hope he joins them. Town explorer. I want him to be Scottish. Hey, he can, he can have Cutter. They've got four dragons and two riders. They've I know. got room for two more. Cutter. Oh yeah. Cutter plus Elbone would be. How is wait, Elbone gonna ride who's the other Cutter? One? Uh, what about Burple? Does Burple have a rider? No, not yet. Okay, I have a Burple's comment about big. that. We're gonna have to get to. Um, the poor, poor elbow though. Like in the second episode, when they are all stuck in the cave, and then Dak gets on his dragons, and they're all trying to f- like fly out of this thing. And poor elbow has to run. I'm like, put this boy on a dragon, <laughs> like, yeah, or at least have yeah. a dragon like grab him and carry yeah, him. Yeah, or like sit, like have him behind you or something. And then they're like, it's okay. Here's a rope, and they just drag him out. 
if they hadn't done that, he would have never gotten to go water skiing. And that was that's true. But that's water true. skiing versus getting thrown on the back of a dragon, which one would you pick? I mean, Me with too, those, but I liked the water skiing. With the water rising at approximately a centimeter per minute, you you're you're saying that as if that's not like high stress. But imagine being in an actual cave that's and seeing fine. the water not just not just rise like like to actually be able to perceive the rising and knowing that maybe you're going to die there just the fact that you can perceive it and and a centimeter a minute is a lot of rise okay fine it just it made We're just me used la- to, to unreasonable uh amounts of water rising hold on yeah it made me laugh when they were like oh my gosh the cave's gonna fill with water and it wasn't even like <laughs> it wasn't even covering the whole floor it just kind of made me laugh because I, it, it reminded like me of who this show is for, I guess. I like the part where they like me, make it out apparently. of the cave at the very last second before the water goes all the way up to the ceiling. But as they fly out the entrance of the cave, none of the water comes out at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, There's boy. no water coming out. I don't, that's not how a container being filled with water works. They need to do those uh, brain teasers where... You pour the water in and you have to guess which box is going to fill up first. I think they need to do some of those. Yeah. Lovely. We talked about Elbone, but we didn't actually mention anything about his character in relation to diversity. Yeah, so he's he's an explorer, right? He's yeah, an he, he, he came on a ship, I think. Right? They all have and the weirdest backstories. What, he like, came what do you mean ship he came on a ship? He they didn't specify. Boat. That's all we know he about was, him. I do yeah. like his houseboat. That's cool. They're literally like, he just showed up on this boat and never left. But he's cool, so we're we're keeping him. I would keep him, too. Like, if he showed, showed up in my town and I were mayor, I'd be like, yeah, he needs to stay. He I hope can... we get an Elbone episode later on where we get his story. I mean, but okay, wait, like, let's think about this. They didn't even offer him a house. They were just like, you know, you came in a boat. Why don't you just stay there? <laughs> So maybe the fact that they offered a lighthouse to the rescue riders is a pretty big deal. <laughs> Poor Elbone. Poor Elbone. He got I to- mean, Elbone is like pre-toothless hiccup. Yeah. That's why we need to get him a dragon. He's like, let me yeah. run off and explore, and then it ends up being a complete disaster. Yeah. Poor guy. Just like hiccup. Yeah. But he is a very interesting character because, um, unlike what we've seen in the rest of the franchise- he is a black character. Who's not a villain. Who's not a villain. Very, very important. Yes. Um, and I mean, that is just totally historically accurate. There were black people all over the world throughout history. Like, that's a fact. So it's nice mm-hmm. to see that representation. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he has an American accent, though. Maybe he's from yeah. that side of the world before it was America. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, maybe, but with his age, it just... Just make him Scottish, sorry. I'm gonna die on that hill. (laughs) Make Elbone Scottish. Why do the dragons have an American accent? Yeah, why aren't any of the dragons with any interesting accents? Yeah, that's also a good point. And Dak and Layla. Maybe their mother brought them to America to learn English. (laughs) Um, But we should probably also talk about... um, Hanar, 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 Hanar. 
Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I remember nothing about her. She's the the Scottish. Oh, she's cool. Yeah, she's the blacksmith lady. She's like female gobber. She can have cut her. And she went to Dak and Layla when British Mildew was trying like his plot to get them kicked off the island, and she's like, "I want to trust him as far as I could throw him." I like her. Okay. Yeah, she's good. So we give her cutter. Because blacksmith, so cut her. Actually, you yes, know what? she gets Carlos. No, she should have purple because if she – purple does the, the rock. So Yeah, but does he actually make the stuff though? Have we seen I that? Know. I just – he just like stomach. pukes him out. Yeah, yeah but has, I think like, probably. storage containers inside of his body. He's like a rip-off Gronkle yeah. where he doesn't actually make – the molten. We'll see. We'll give him some or or whatever. He just barfs the rocks back up. Maybe someday. But in <laughs> relation to who should be riding purple, let me just say one thing. So Dak and Layla, twins. So obviously, got to have them wear different colors. And Are they twins? Dak wears blue, and his dragon is the same shade of blue. <gasps> Do you yes. know what color Layla's outfit is? What color? It's purple. Purple. Wait. Do Which, you have a dragon switch theory? Why is she riding summer? She should be riding purple. I'll also die on that hill. Purple, purple. Yep. Also, I mean, can I burp. can't blame her. It's a great color, and it's a great choice of dragon. But nope. But she's got to ride the long girl, and not <laughs> long. match her color. I love summer. If I could pick a dragon to ride, it would be summer. And then you match your outfit to the color of her scales, like a sane person. That is true. (laughs) We were just sitting here (laughs) nodding. That was such a long (laughs) pause. Sorry. (laughs) Max can attest, we were both sitting here, we were nodding and agreeing with you, but nothing came out. Okay, Um, what else do we have to talk about? Um, Oh, the dragons have shot limits. Yes. The dragons okay. have fake shot limits. Fake. Because they're inconsistent. But they're more consistent than the shot limits in the, uh, the rest of the dragons franchise. It's funny because the shot limits, True. they really only existed in sort of the first film and the Olympics commercials. And then that was it. <laughs> so what you're saying is the Olympics commercials were more canon than How to Train Your Dragon 2 and 3? There's yes. an argument to be made for that. <laughs> And then coming in right behind the Olympics commercials is DreamWorks Dragons Rescue Riders. <laughs> I hate that more than anything. Max, you're going to need to update your is this canon post oh, where do. literally nothing is canon except Rescue Riders and maybe um, the Hammerhead Yak. <laughs> yeah, and I need to add the Olympics stuff. And, and, so and the Hammerhead Yak, obviously. Here's, here's what's canon in the DreamWorks Dragons universe. Olympics, commercial, rescue riders, and <laughs> Legend of the Bone Napper. Perfect. That's it. Yeah. That's what else do you need? Canon. Also, the uh, Macy's Parade Toothless Balloon. Oh, right. Classic. Mm. Gotta Classic. be canon. I mean, that's where all of How to Train Your Dragon came from. It was all based on a balloon, as we know. So, guys, what do you guys think stuck out to you as, like, the highlight of the first two episodes. Like, summer, what was it about the summer. show that you- she's so long? What was it about the show that makes you say, hey, "I might come back and finish this"? Purple, purple, <laughs> purple is good. I would finish it for purple. 
Yeah, but Max is cool for the summer. I love summer. <laughs> I Don't would watch it. Cool for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> is that her theme song? <laughs> the Max's no, theme song. That's, <laughs> it's fine. It's giving me time to think about why I would actually continue watching this. Um, <laughs> I would I would do it for Elbone. Um, True. True. And also just to see if there's any connections that come up in future episodes or like you know what i just realized similarities what the heck is the fifth dragon there's a fifth dragon yeah there's isn't there oh aggro remember oh did we just we just haven't met that dragon yet is that I guess why not. I'm like feeling like I'm totally blanking on something? Every time I hear that, I always think of Caitlin. I think of your aggro voice that when we did that <laughs> script thing. <laughs> why won't they stop blasting? Um, I can't wait to hear that. That that brings that's up what a I point. that's what I would watch the show for just to get okay. to that scene. To I'm aggro. I might continue watching for two Do reasons. For aggro. One, elbow. And two, to find out what the heck the context was for that Oope script. Oh, yes, Oope. We spent so much time thinking about that damn Oope. Like, I just need some closure here, guys. We still use that. Yeah. Okay. Agro and Oope. We've got to watch for the Oope. Wait, there's a character called Snoop. I'm on (laughs) (laughs) So, this is why we have to keep watching. Snoop? I really want this character to be a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, it looks like we've got a couple reasons to keep watching. But as far as our episodes are concerned, we would like the input from you guys, our listeners. Do you want to hear us cover more of these Rescue Riders episodes? Or are you bored by this and you think it's a waste of time? Please let or us know. If you want to join us because you're having such a great time that you want to be able to watch it with us. Yeah, maybe you want to hang out with us. Who knows? Maybe you'll join our Rescue Riders drinking game that Sarah's <gasps> going to create. Ooh. I got to yeah, work on those rules. If you have any ideas for any drinking game rules, please let us know those as well. I'm open also, to suggestions. Also, if you see the end of this series and it does end with the dismantling of capitalism, keep it to yourself. No spoilers. No spoilers. No rescue rider spoilers. <laughs> as much as I want the reveal of the fate of capitalism, I should probably wait and experience it with everyone else. I hope it's summer that dismantles it <laughs> with her long, long neck, just no, reaching into the depths so of capitalism right and just dismantling everything. She would. She would. They all would, honestly. They all would. Guys, here's another question for you. Would you allow your kids to be babysat by rescue riders while you went into the other room and did something else? I say yes. This is fine. If I had a child, um, I would probably let them watch this. Because then it would get them excited for dragons. And then when they're older, I can just get them in the actual franchise. Be like, hey, you want some good dragons? Here you go. (laughs) The quality just keeps increasing. That's that's so mean, though, to be like... Like, they would... Um, they obviously... Like, do you remember the shows you watched when you were, like, three? Yeah. I remember shows I watched when I was, like, seven. I don't really know what I'm yeah. <laughs> trying to get at. But do you know I what I mean? Like, so much Barney. Have like, them grow it. up with it. Like, I couldn't tell you a single thing that happened on Teletubbies. But 
I mean, you learn something did you, from did it. Did you watch Teletubbies? Wait, did anything actually happen on Teletubbies? The only thing I remember from Teletubbies... Custard and... Yes, the tumbles. custard and the, the toast, because my sister yeah. used to be obsessed with the Teletubbies toast or whatever that I was. I remember when I watched Teletubbies, I just really wanted to see what the inside of their house looked like. Just like oh, all the, the rooms and stuff. Yeah. That's all I cared about. Like, I didn't care about the Tele or the tub, just that... The house. And the custard. My mom used to oh. give my sister um, butterscotch pudding, and she used to tell her it was Teletubbies custard. Oh, now I want lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I really did have fun watching this with you guys and discussing it. It's definitely different from what we're used to, but um, I think they pulled together something that kids can enjoy, and we need to be fair and understand for what it is, and... I, I hope that, that we, we gave it a fair enough audience. shake that you guys can appreciate our thoughts on this. We never want to lead our droplets astray. So, um, <laughs> any last <laughs> thoughts on Rescue Riders before we head out, guys? She's so long. She's long. So long. Um, I just want to say that even though, like, yes, this is not really our thing, there's probably a lot of people that, I worked on the other dragon show that work on this, and this is like in no way against the work that they put into this show. Absolutely. We appreciate it, but it's just not really our dragon's cup of tea. Any stupid But for joke? some people it might be. And for kids it's it's probably great. If I had, like I said, if I had a kid I'd put it on the TV for my toddler, but Yeah. Any stupid joke that we make about this show it does not reflect on the hours and hours of hard work that the artists put into this because mm -hmm. it does take a long time to create 13 episodes of yeah. anything i mean we put hours and hours into watching it yeah but it's not like we get up at two in the morning and watch the whole season of race to the edge or whatever but it's not that type of content right caitlin any final thoughts um, just like we're buttheads. You should know that by now if you're still listening to this podcast. So never take anything that we say super critically because we enjoy being buttheads. And that fuels most of our comments. Can't deny anything there. <laughs> I, I, I can. I don't think I'm a butthead. I resemble that statement. <laughs> I, I said some, I didn't say anything mean about this because I think it's good. Good job, Max. I feel like you did say something mean. I did at the beginning, and I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get in our feelings and start diving into the pits of regret, um, let us know what kind of stuff you want to see from us in the future related to Rescue Riders, if anything. And let us know what you'd like to hear as far as Rescue Riders drinking game, because if we cover this again, oh boy, it's going down. So, you know where to find us. You can find us at dragondropouts.com, on Tumblr, and on Twitter at Dragon Dropouts, you can find all of our episodes on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify, always available for free to stream and download. And let us know what you thought of this episode and our other episodes. This is episode 58, and we're still going, so we couldn't do it without your support. Thank you guys so much, and thank you to Caitlin, Brooke, and Max for being here today. Always love talking to you guys. Bye! <laughs> and on that note... Bye-bye. <laughs>
testing, testing. One, two, three, four, six, mm-hmm. seven, eight. <laughs> now you have to listen to that. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to keep this going. All right.